Lunchtime Live on News Talk with Avant Card. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Anyway, it's time for So You Think You're an Adult. Uh, we are joined uh, by uh, this week by Claire McKenna and Declan Buckley. Good afternoon to you both. Hello. Uh, th- there you both are coming in loud and clear. That's always, always good to hear. Right. Uh, here's your first question. I feel my mother has overstepped the mark and I don't know how to address it. My husband and I are atheists and have been rearing our kids that way. They go to educate uh, together primary school and yes, have religion class, but a different kind to what I would have had growing up Catholic. She has always hated my decision on this and has always uh, tried to bring the kids into the Catholic Church more and more. I want them to have a bond with their grandmother because could they not bond over things that are not the Catholic Church? I walked in on a Zoom call and she was reading a part of the Bible to the two kids. It's a bit Protestant for a Catholic, that kind of thing. Anyway, uh, another time she had uh, tried to get them to pray with her. Even though I know the kids are not fully listening to her and probably take little notice as they are so young, it's the fact that she will not leave it be and persists that really bothers me. I know she means no harm, but this is a big deal to me. She is directly going against what I've asked. I get to choose how they are brought up, not her. I love my ma'am, but enough is enough. Claire, uh, one is worried about her children, the other one is worried about her grandchildren's eternal souls. <laughs> I know. And well, I think there's one thing that this uh, woman should count her blessings over, if I can use the pun, um, that this is her mom and not her mother-in-law, because I think that would be a whole different discussion that we would need to have. Because hopefully, the fact that this is her mom, she will be able to talk to her openly about it if she feels strongly, which it seems she does. But I don't think the mum is being duplicitous here necessarily. I think her intention is good. I mean, I think a lot of modern parents today can identify with this because there's a big change from how we were raised to how we're raising kids now. I'm in a similar situation. I was raised a Catholic. There's no religion in my house now. And the kids go to educate together where they get, you know, introduced to all religions and the different kind of ethoses of, of religion, such as being kind and all that kind of carry on. But I think I, I tried to put myself in her shoes and my mom has great faith and would say the rosary every morning. And I kind of thought if she was trying to ask my kids, would they like to join in? I'm not sure it would really bother me because I don't think it would really sway them. And isn't it good to expose kids to all sorts, make your own views very clear and then let them decide themselves ultimately. I don't know. Then I thought, well, what if it was someone raising their kids vegetarian and the mum kept giving them mince and sausages? I thought it would be a bit more <laughs> up in arms. And, yes. and religion is actually really important too. So I don't know. I think sit down, have a talk if you feel strongly, but don't attack your mum because she she's only trying to save their souls, as you said, in her eyes. Yeah, well, let's assume uh, that, you know, she's kind of considered talking to her mother about it, but the reason why she's written into us is that maybe she feels that will make the situation worse. Uh, So Declan, to get Granny to stop feeding the kids these religious sausages, uh, um, what are you going to do? I I, I think that I laughed because that's that's kind of a fun uh, uh, metaphor, but I actually don't think it really applies here, to be honest, because I I think Claire did kind of allude earlier on to the fact that um, she's not sure how much harm it was actually doing. Now, I I think on one broader level, there is the part where... 
religion, particularly in this country, has a way of, of kind of forcing its way into spaces where it may may not be entirely welcome. We do have some educate together schools, but the vast majority of the of the primary education school is under kind of religious uh, um, auspices or whatever. Um, so it is kind of hard to um, to sequester off that space if you want to bring up your children without religion. But I, I think there's another thing that needs to be pointed out, which is that parents might believe they have entire control over how their ch- their children are going to be reared and, and how their lives are going to go. But that's kind of a, a mirage. They have a lot of influence, yes, but they don't have entire control. There's some aspects of their children's lives where the state, for example, will possibly kind of stick its snout in there as well um, and when it comes to religious thinking I don't I believe information and and uh, knowledge is is the best kind of inoculation against a fear that your child might uh, succumb to the, you know some kind of indoctrination which I'll point out that this woman who wrote in feels despite it was her own parents who were religious that she's managed individually to kind of come out of the other end of that as an atheist so her, her parents persuasion powers may not be as great <laughs> you might think they are um i think i think really that that, i think shining light onto that situation and letting those children know more about her her grand their grandmother's culture and beliefs i think is a good thing i i don't think that's a bad thing i think if the mother's trying to indoctrinate them and and make them think things about you know you know whether it's the baby jesus or muhammad or whatever it is um if the parent is supplementing that with other aspects of 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 knowledge and and critical thinking surely that's a good thing it's it i don't see that as a problem i think that the, i think being defensive about atheism is is turning atheism into a kind of an ideology which is not something that it is and um and again as i pointed out already that if the parents have come through their you know their the grandparents kind of religious teaching and and still turned out atheists i don't think they have anything to worry about yeah though is it about the religion at all uh is is it really about uh, the the granny not respecting uh, the mother's wishes. Yeah, well, you I do mean, hear this coming up, don't you? Sorry. You know, she did say she's always hated my decision, and that's certainly something that I'd hear anecdotally, you know, from my friends' groups. But if you're choosing not to christen your child, a mom gets really upset, or you know, that they're not allowing you to make your own decisions as a parent. So you're right; it's that little bit bigger than it just being about the religion. It's about her not feeling that her mom is not just allowing her to make her own decisions. But I think Declan is right. They can they can they can do it together, you know? It doesn't mean just because she spends time being led down one path by Granny who ultimately loves them that it's going to change all of the work that they attempted to do also. I think so too. I think I think in a way that you know that's possibly where the solution is that she might be able to have a conversation with her mom and saying, "Look, mom, I don't want you teaching them about the doctrine of the Catholic Church or X, Y, and Z. We've already had this conversation. But if it's really important to you that to tell your Bible stories or whatever, could you please frame it in a way where you explain why you're telling the story and that the story is about being kind to each other, or it's about the fact that if you do a good deed for somebody, you doesn't, you know, whatever, whatever the various um, parts of it are." I think that um, fundamentally, though, if, if, if you're trying to extract your child away from, you know, pe- other people's influence, 
um, regardless of what, what's going on there. It's a, it's a highway to nowhere. Um, I, I also do think, though, that boundaries um, between parents and children are forever shifting. You know, it comes from mother knows best to I'm a big boy now, let me make my own decisions to what do you need, granny, because you're needing my help and care now. So it's it's a continuously changing landscape there of a relationship. And, 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 and the only way that you can kind of make that work is by is by continuously being kind of in the in, com- in conversation about it mm. uh, a, f- a few comments on that Lynn on Twitter says that granny has stepped over the line the mum needs her to make her position clear on the religion in her house and she needs to tell her to stop uh, someone else says as ag- an agnostic adult I think us agnostics and atheists maybe get a little too animated about these issues I was made go to mass every Sunday as a child and learned about religion in my Catholic school I'm glad yeah. that I've had that experience and knowledge and at least I know what I've decided to reject Ruth says I think that lady should chill out about it sure we were all made to say the rosary as kids and my grandparents used to make us say the Angelus and if anyone dropped uh, into our house while prayers are being said they had to kneel down too won't do them any harm they laugh about it in years to come as we do now sure it's true for most of us really apart from the the drug problem and the years of counselling uh, at Catholicism didn't do me any harm at all right you are listening to the Moncrief show and you still we do to take a break uh, after that I fancy my boyfriend's brother Five three one zero six is our text number that will cost you thirty cents. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. Claire McKenna and Declan Buckley are still with us for so you think you're an adult. The question that we had uh, before the break was uh, from a mother who has uh, made a very uh, deliberate choice to send her kids to an educate together school. She's not religious at all, but she's discovered Granny is trying to kind of slip a bit of religion in there uh, to the kids, uh, sort of behind her back. She's not that happy about it. Uh, one texter says, "I'm not religious myself, but I've." Notice my 11-year-old daughter has developed an interest in religion. She prays at night, blesses herself when we pass at church, etc. I don't know where she's picked it up from, as I've never encouraged it. I wonder if they're pushing it in the school. Well, I think if it's a Catholic school, you'll find, yes, indeed, they are pushing it there quite hard. That's why they're called Catholic schools. Uh, the grandmother is completely out of line, says another text. The parents allow the child to learn about religion in the Educate Together school. The granny is attempting to indoctrinate them. This is not OK. I'd be livid. And Nolene says, I think you're right, Sean. The grandparents trying to make up for the mistakes they made as a parent with their grandkids is a tale as old as time. That's what this is really about. Well, uh, thanks, Nolene. I didn't actually say any of that, but I'll take the you're right, Sean, uh, uh, from your... Maybe it is, though. You think if their grandparents are trying to do it differently this time, they wouldn't be pushing the religion as hard, given that their daughter obviously ended up completely irreligious. Uh, uh, perhaps as a result of that. Anyway, the next question. I recently moved in with my boyfriend. When we started going out, he already owned an apartment in the town he grew up in, which is a suburb of Dublin. He rented a place in the city, though. We decided to move into the apartment in the suburbs a couple of months back because that's his hometown and the rest of the family lived there, so it meant he could see his parents because they were within the 5k uh, uh, radius. The pandemic definitely speeded up this process of us moving in together because we were having logistical issues meeting up. We lived in different parts of the city uh, and had housemates and all. An unexpected issue has arisen though. Because we're only going out a year I had yet to really meet any of his family and it turns out I wasn't really prepared for the effect it would have on me. 
The brother comes over almost every second day to ours and we've really hit it off. I don't want to seem callous, but he has all the attributes that my boyfriend has, except he's better looking and I'm starting to think I actually have more in common with him uh, as as well. I don't think I can go on in the relationship without knowing where to, where to go long term. I would always have to think about what could have happened had I met the other brother first. I don't believe in cheating and I won't do that. But what should I do? Do I leave my boyfriend and just cut ties? Uh, do I stay and keep my mouth shut? Or should I go for broken try for a relationship with the brother? Declan. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I think if I was the grandmother from the last question, I'd probably tell this girl that the brother has been sent to her by Satan to tempt her. Um, <laughs> And if I was Richard Dawkins, I'd probably tell her to go for it because it's probably a sign of like some kind of higher life form and natural selection for evolutionary uh, reasons. But I think somehow I, I, I'm going to side with the granny in this one because I think this is a temptation thing. And, and I, it's a sign of maturity when you're in relationships that you have to um, recognize that the commitments you make by being in relationship involves sometimes having to turn your head away from, you know, the the glistening allure of temptation. Um, now, in this instance here, um, it's, a, it's a relatively recent relationship, so I'm kind of wondering whether or not this has given me the full-on alarm bells that this person is either not mature enough to be in a relationship right now or whether or not the guy that she's with is is insufficient to her needs. Um, if she doesn't care about him enough to, to not be uh, faithful to him, I think the fairest thing to do for him, regardless of who the other person is, would be to end the relationship, I think. Um, I think this woman, though, is being a little bit deluded about what she thinks could happen if that was the course of action she chose. I mean, I think she needs to, re to recall that this guy is the other guy's brother, um, and that scenario <laughs> is never going to go away. Best it's man like, at their wedding. Oh, yeah, no problem. exactly. You'll never guess how we met. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and also, I mean, they've been together a while and I don't want to get too graphic, but I mean, there's obviously been kind of intimacies. So I think that is just, that's just, you know, one kind of weird that will never mm. go away. And it's yeah. just not something that's, there's no happy ending there for, you know. For <laughs> <laughs> it's a pun fest, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I need to stop now. <laughs> um, but I think, I think she needs to also recognise that, you know, parts of what she's probably finding, she does actually recognise this in fairness, the part of what she finds attractive about this brother is the fact that he is very similar to the boyfriend that she has got, mm. um, which, which, is, which is a good thing. You know, that's kind of at least, that you know, they're in the same kind of ballpark. I think also, though, when there's a certain safety around their relationship because they're not actually meant to be flirting and, and actually, you know, hunting each other out but they're still engaging in a kind of low-key, probably subconscious flirting, it, it takes on a whole different level of, 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 of uh, what's the word I'm looking for, energy that she probably hasn't kind of processed properly. Um, but as I said, it still, it still does all distill down to the same point that he's your man's brother, don't be a tick, but if you're feeling that way about the first guy that you're with, maybe your relationship isn't going to survive anyway but it's not going to work out for you for the other brother so yeah. you're screwed yeah <laughs> either way yeah okay sounds like that and uh, uh, claire do you you see she from her point of view she might think this brother is flirting with her but he may well just be coming saying this is my uh, brother's girlfriend they live together so it's serious so obviously i want to get on with her i've just met her yeah i i do think so um and i mean he's just popping in to his brother and girlfriend's house and they're just hanging out so 
I think people, I think she's got kind of rose-tinted glasses on. I mm. mean, obviously we all say it's not about looks, but there has to be some kind of chemistry there. And she's just been bowled over by this guy a little bit, but he's kind of coming over and, and having the crack. Whereas in all relationships, they all come out of the honeymoon period. And yeah. eventually even the most handsome or good-looking person is going to wreck your head at some stage or try your patience because that's just life. She's still in this it's not even a real relationship. She's comparing someone that she's living with that could be leaving the milk out or leaving the toilet seat up or whatever to a guy who's coming in going, hey, how's it going? You know, sticking on the kettle. So that's not realistic. I think she needs to take off the rose-tinted glasses and I think she needs to take some time to consider breaking up with her current boyfriend or at least not living together anymore. I mean, to start Mm. the whole letter with, she never started the letter with, we were getting on great and everything was fantastic until this guy walked in. She kind of said, we rushed into the pandemic. And I know a lot of people who have done that and some of them worked out great, but something has rocked them already. So I'd be taking a step back, seeing how she feels. She may be like, you know what, I had a great guy there and I shouldn't, you know, have taken that for granted. Or she might in years to come get together with a brother. Who knows? But yes, Get out of there. Yeah. This is highlighted that you're not really into your current guy, unfortunately. Everybody seems to agree with the two of you. Uh, uh, one texter says, doesn't believe in cheating. She's already as good as cheating by having those thoughts. Thou shalt not covet thy husband's brother and all that. I don't know if that's a specific <laughs> rule. Uh, Shane says, Can- <laughs> cannot believe she's even considering the relationship with the brother. There is no way that will work. And it's also a really selfish thing to even think about yeah. doing. So the both of you are saying she should at the very least consider breaking up with the boyfriend or taking a step back. Uh, and I want you both to answer on this. Uh, uh, Claire, if she does do that, should she tell the boyfriend the truth as to why? <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Declan? Well, it depends on whether she wants to do the Beyonce fire dumpster scenario where she's walking away from a big explosion, never to go back there again. It'd be kind of gas, but her reputation would be trash as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know... <laughs> It's an episode of Hollyoaks. That's what it yeah, would be. Exactly. Uh, the, uh, just going back to the uh, the granny with the religion. Uh, one texter says, uh, knowing about someone's religion is a great thing, but I completely get this person's issue. I suffered thinking that God watched everything I was doing. I do not want that for my children. Living with guilt, no thank you. Fortunately, my parents are atheists. My ex, however, is not. She doesn't push it down the children's throat or anything, so it's not too bad. But I don't want communions or confirmations to happen. I especially don't want confessions to happen. And uh, Jimmy uh, in Sutton... If we gave a prize for the weirdest analogy of the day, Jimmy would certainly uh, win the prize. Uh, Jimmy says religion is like having a penis. It's great to have one. It's even great to be proud of it. But don't take it out in public and shake it all around. And most importantly, don't try to force it on anyway. Uh, Claire and Declan, thank you both very much. As ever, you are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break after that. The real nomad land. Lunchtime Live on News Talk with Avant Card. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. 